That Dark Black One, That Dark Black One on Twitter, man. I wanted to speak about this Tiffany Addish situation where she got booed off stage, allegedly at uh, Miami. But I don't think she got booed off stage. I just think a lot of people were heckling her and they walked out because they, did, they just didn't find the material funny, which is fine. If you're paying your money, you expect to get a certain uh, quality of the product. And it, I guess it just didn't work out. She later even admitted on Twitter or whatever social platform, like, yeah, I apologize. I was off that night. I promise it won't happen again, but I was off that night. So she's kind of getting dragged right now on Twitter. I ain't really been on Twitter like that, but she's getting dragged for it. She's trending. Man, what I think happened was, um, I think it was that PETA, that PETA comp, that, I mean, her material wasn't funny at all. Peter, Peter, uh, she, okay, Peter, this little animal activist group, and basically they're against anybody who wears any animal products. Uh, this is a big thing among white activists. The is like white liberal activists. They tend to be, you know, Hollywood celebrities, people that are in the loop, or people that got like power in Hollywood. Uh, they tend to be in the LGBTQ and this PETA thing. You know, it's like, that's like, you know how black people uh, ride hard. Some some black people ride hard and they're black first, no matter what. Well, that's how they ride for that PETA shit. And Tiffany Haddish, I don't know where this, this uh, video, what provoked her to make this video, but she got on Instagram or one of those social media platforms and she's like, yeah, I'll stop wearing fur when the police stop killing black people. So that I found that, yeah, it's true what she said and it's, you know, it's cool. I, I can support that. But she's done a lot of shucking and jiving prior to this. Uh, to me, Tiffany Haddish is, is really not as funny as a lot of the mainstream media try to put her out there to be. But that's cool. I don't want to see nobody out here um, struggling because they're not funny. You know, you know, so many white comedians that are not funny. Almost, it's, it's so many. You know, I've never laughed at a Sarah Silverman joke. I've never laughed at an Amy Schumer joke. Um... Tina Fey's hit or miss. She sometimes says things that are funny, but a lot of times it's not nothing that's really gonna make me die laughing. Uh, there's plenty of white female comedians who aren't funny either, but they had a platform. They get to host award shows or whatever the case may be, but they're making money. So if they ain't funny and they making money, why can't a black person do it? So I'm not really knocking Tiffany Haddish for not really being that funny. Uh, I do somewhat agree with Cat Williams, a, a stance that he took maybe three to four months back where he, he kind of, he got into this viral argument with a, a radio host in Atlanta that went left and then it spilled out into some, into the streets at a comedy club. Well, you know, during that video, I think it's called V103 Atlanta, he was saying that Kit Tiffany Haddish was not funny. You can't remember, you can't tell me your favorite 
Tiffany Haddish joke. And, you know, it's true. But as I say, there's plenty of white female comedians who aren't funny, but they make a lot of money. There's plenty of white male comedians who aren't funny, but they make a lot of money. Reason I, I, I kind of don't go that hard on Kevin Hart, because he's not funny, but there's a lot of mainstream media comedians that aren't funny. So I, I can't really go that hard on him because he out here making money. But, you know, these they, they are the type to shuck and jive because they're playing the Hollywood game. So they're going to shuck and jive. So, you know, Tiffany Haddish has said some suspect things in the past. She said, well, she was addressed during one of these award shows. I'm not sure if it was the uh, Academy Awards. I don't know if it was one of these awards where you get you get your award for whatever movie you did, a comedy, whatever the case. And this is a prestige moment for her. And they asked her a question um, about something about Black Lives Matter. It wasn't Black Lives Matter, but it was more so about social justice uh, when it pertains to black people, um, inclusion, black people, the spaces, you know, because people were complaining online that the Oscars are so white. Kind of, what is your take on the Oscars and da-da-da-da-da? I mean, she went full mammy and was like oh no you know I that ain't my thing I, I didn't go to college for that you know uh I, that, I mean if you told me how to construct a joke I could tell you about that but as far as like activism I, I, don't, I don't know anything or I, I, I ain't go to college for that so you know and the thing is you, you don't need to go to college you don't you don't have to gotta go to college I mean Malcolm X didn't go to college he was just you know a lot of activists weren't book smart I mean as far as college uh, she could have said hey you know I, I think that it, there's a genuine concern that we need more black women in film on shows um, in the, behind the scenes you know making things happen you know, it should be more screenwriters than just Shonda Rhimes. You know, we need more, you know, just something. To say, hey, look, I kind of I kind of stand with my people. And that's it. But no, she was like, ah, nah, I'm a shuck and jive. I'm going to kind of play the game. And before that, you know, with the Monique thing, mind you, I'm not a fan of Monique. She was caping for Roseanne. She came out caping for Roseanne. Oh, yeah, Roseanne is my sister. She, no, you know, she stood with me during different times. And it's like, what? You standing for fucking racist ass Roseanne? So that was one of the things. But I just thought that Monique was kind of taking advantage of the pro-black community because she saw that this was something that's gaining momentum. You know, the, prof- the Professor Black Truth, Tariq Nasheed, uh, 
Jason Black. You know, those those are kind of like the top three. But there's many, many, many more as far as people who try to be in this conscious community. The conscious community, I consider, is like, man, it's all over the place. But that's kind of gaining momentum. And it's, it's trendy. You even see Roland Martin trying to, like, uh, dress a certain way to, to, to show his African roots and all of this mess. And, you know, you got a lot of people over here kind of like, hey, you know, I want to, I want to try to get that crowd to show them that I'm kind of woke too. I feel like, um, you know, I don't know where that Peter comment came from, but obviously, uh, you know, I think somebody got in her ear and was telling her, hey, you know, you got to slow down on the buck dancing. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's too much. But I, I really think that Tiffany Haddish, she, she should be out. She should be able to make a, you know, have a fucking bad show. There's so many white comedians that have bad shows that bomb. Uh, it's black comedians, you know, have shows and bomb. So, I mean, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? She's a comedian. She's out here. Uh, do I really support her? No. I, like I said, I think she's she's a stereotype of the. It's a stereotypical black woman. Uh, ghetto, loud, can't control her sexual cravings, uh, lust for white men. It's just crip walking and, and, and twerking and all of this. All of this. This, uh, it's like a caricature, you know. You're doing all of this extra shit, and it's like for what? For a couple bucks. So that's the thing. I, that's why I don't really support her. But you know, I can understand both sides of the argument. As far as people that don't think she, uh, she's funny and whatnot, but you know, the comedy game has never been about like who's who's the funniest. Maybe like in the '70s or '80s, but now. It's, it's more of a, you know, process. It's a processed product. I mean, by the time you get the joke, four or five different comedians that write for whatever comedian is presenting it, uh, they didn't already try this in different cities. Uh, they didn't already tweak the joke to the point where it's presentable and it's funny to uh, the consumer, whoever is there. And... You know, nowadays comedy is, is more processed. You know, you got people stealing jokes. You know, this guy, he's unknown. He's doing jokes in some little small, small comedy club in Inglewood or wherever town. And the writers for, for these comedians, they kind of like, oh, I'm going to take that joke. We're going to take it. We're going to flip it. We're going to add this. We're going to do this. And we're going to say this while we're saying that. And that's going to be a funny joke. So a lot of comedy writers are behind the scenes stealing jokes from other comedians. And I mean, if you if you just. I mean, if you just see this type of stuff that goes on in the comedy game, it's it's crazy. But, you know, that's my take on it.